0: into the unknown and taking courageous action as those were the moments when you chose leadership. At the end, I will share how you can be our next guest on this podcast. And with that, let's get started. Bernard Chong is a savvy investor and a serial entrepreneur. In the interview, Bernard, who has a diverse background in family business, sales and entrepreneurship, shares his journey growing up in a family involved in manufacturing and selling shoes He learned crucial business lessons early on. He also emphasizes the importance of observing people, honing sales skills, and building genuine connections and relationships. As he navigates various ventures, his approach mirrors a strategic chess player, considering each move and understanding interconnected pieces. Hi, Bernard. Welcome to the Choosing Leadership Podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here. Why don't you start by sharing a little bit about yourself? What is it that you do and a bit more? I'm an agent investor.
1: I have businesses in Manila. We, we have a family business, the biggest local shoe brand in Philippines called World Balance. And I invested in some of the animation studio there. And that's called Synergy 88. And we make. Animation for Microsoft. We made animation also for Barangay One for Three, uh, which is our own IP. I invested in a coffee brand called Tim Hortons Philippines. Mm-hmm. So it's a conglomerate in Canada, the number one coffee there, and we set it up in Philippines. We have fifty three branches already as of the moment. I'm into tech platform also, currency exchange. I'm into restaurant business, mm. so I digital invest. That's what okay. I do now, and I'm in USA now to plan businesses here.
0: Thank you, yeah. thank you for sharing that uh, brief introduction. And before we jump into what we're what you're doing now, can you share a bit more of that background? You mentioned where you have a like a family business. How was that? Like for you, growing up as an introduction to business, how was that? How has that shaped you as a person?
1: It was a good training because at a very young age, I see how the business is run from manufacturing standpoint, because we have a factory, we make shoes from selling standpoint too, because we have our old store and from operation, also the stock rule, the inventory. Mm-hmm. Good. So I've witnessed everything about this one. And it gives me a good training ground as a kid to be exposed to things like mm-hmm. this. So it shapes me mentally and the idea that what I want to do when I grow old.
0: Yeah. Can you share maybe a couple of uh, examples of uh, something which happened at th- those early ages, which has shaped you and which uh, like the lessons have stuck for you in, in memory or something like that? My dad
1: would always told me to observe people, mm-hmm. to see How they talk, how they think, how they act, especially when I was assigned to guarding the the store of selling shoes. So I would see customers, I would see our personnel also. I would have to observe them if they're properly doing their job, if they're good at customer service, if the customer is indeed satisfied with the entry of our store. So I don't like being open to observation these things also when manufacturing, I also was immersed to designing, drawing the design, following the design, making the shoes and see if it's fit, if it's comfortable or not, if it looks good or not, so I have a realization that it's not just product or shoes. It's also how you feel it or how the customer feels about it. Mm -hmm. So it's a good training, like that one. So those are my experiences.
0: Thank you. Thank you for sharing that insightful uh, lesson around, I think, observing and listening, because that allows you to do everything else better or like in a a more fruitful way. Okay, so tell me a bit more. How did you get like from your family business to investing or to starting up your own different uh, set of businesses? Where do the dots connect?
1: Oh, so I graduated Uh, from De La Salle University engineering of, in a course of Bachelor of Science, Electronics Communication Engineering. But when I was seeing the employment for first time, freshman Freshman. Freshman. For fresh, for newly hired employee and everything. I think I find myself that the salary of starting employees, not that high. And I was able to sell shoes with my capacity, with the foundations I have better yet working. So that really paved the way for me to be on my own. Mm. And for being a salesman, I got capital because I was selling Mm. to all Chinese businesses, communities, and personnel Mm. that I know from school, from my elementary, high school, elementary to high school, to college, all this network I have. So I sell shoes to them Mm. and I earn more, so much more very big difference, in a starting salary of an engineering. So that led me to keep some resources and then to plant resources also. So that's how it started.
0: Yeah. yeah so you started with the family business, right? That's uh, what you're saying.
1: Yes. I started with the family business. I was good in sales. I was mm-hmm. so good in sales that even if I apply for work, it's not worth the time because I'm good in sales. Yes. Yes. So, so, what, I, so I decided I did, to just invest yeah. my okay. capital resources to mm. the businesses that's open to me.
0: Wonderful. So what happened after that? You started uh, expanding your family business or at what time did you decide to do something on your own? Oh,
1: so it was my okay. eldest brother who had the family business. Okay. I was just helping with sales. Okay. And upon that, with my resource, I put my company, my animation company. And we have people who look for work, who look for contracts and jobs for the company, for the business. And for yeah. that, also, as you heard, uh, I, I did it for 15 years to 20 years, little by little. I planted money in, in radio station. So we have a registration station there and in restaurant businesses and in tech platforms also in customer service platforms. Mm. So that's just the story.
0: Yes. And how did your sales skills uh, help you in uh, starting up and investing in these businesses? And what were the challenges that you found like which were different from uh, your family business?
1: The family business was the core and I was taught to my father to read a lot of stuff because Mm -hmm. my opening in sales was when I talk to people, I tell them stuff that I know and Maybe they're curious about what I read, what I research, and I like to share. And then they like me. If I share something, they, they're mm-hmm. interested. So we build connection and then we do sales. That's common thing. In other businesses, it's also about the people. It's always about the people. So whatever business you're in communications, podcasts, retail, service, mm. people who you do business with are people who like you who love you or people you like or people you love. Mm. So that's your core business. So again, I will say it again, the customer that you will do business with or the people that you will get money from during your trade are people who like you or Mm. people who love you and vice versa, people who you like also and who you love. Thank you.
0: Thank you for, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. Common interest is also helpful. Mm common shared of knowledge, common experience. So yeah. that's it.
0: So coming back to the present moment, can you share a bit more about what are your plans? What are you looking up to now to do in the next few years?
1: Oh, it's easy. So California now, I built my education foundation. I like to help people if I can to be educated, if I could give them chance. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm starting a coffee shop business here called Mango Coffee. and. I put some capital also to some people for film for and for some movies. So I'm supporting business small projects here. So that's what how I do here. But I'm just starting. Because I only started like one to two years. So there. It's business. It takes three, four, five years to really see it.
0: Yes, and what is the real motivation around all of these different uh, businesses that you mentioned? What, is, what are the, like, the connection points for you? How do these connect?
1: They're my friends or they people I know mm. again people I can see that I can grow the with. That's the connection. It's not like I'm targeting specific industry or I, I want healthcare or a housing business. It's not that. But it's about when I meet the people and I see their business or the, their business opportunity opens up to me and I feel like I could join them. I will join them. Or if they ask for help also, I'll see if I can help them. If I can, I do. So the whole thing is, it's the people that I'm in business with. I'm sure I'm going to grow old with them rather than your specific type of business. But mm. that's just my style.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that, right? It's not the businesses. It's more about the people that you are investing in. And that's the key motivator, as you said, right? You want to grow old with them. I think that's wonderful for an investor to say that. Yeah, yeah so tell me a bit more about uh, how does your day-to-day look like right? these days with these multiple interests and also having those like plans or visions for the future. What does that look like? What, what could be a, like a challenging part or the most fun part of your day?
1: I, the appointments, the schedules, the meetings, you do those. Some of us are set and the updates too, but it's more like the discovering part of what is Californian because I'm new here, go to two years, three years. So there's a lot of people I meet. So these are the starting part. A lot of businesses that I was exposed to, and I, I know, oh, they're, they're doing this project, they're doing this project. So that's the things that I'm happy. And when they need help, because their problems are Unique also because people here are educated and they have problems that are problems for educated people. I like researching on it and trying to help them also on some inputs that I learned also through either study or in my actual experience. Mm.
0: And what would be the most uh, difficult or frustrating uh, part of uh, what you're doing today?
1: Nothing's frustrating. Nothing's Mm. difficult. You just have to do it. And I love what I do. So whether I'm researching or I'm writing, reflecting or networking, I'm always happy. I always love what I do.
0: Can you share a bit more about that? How did you come to form that always happy attitude? Because in, in business, you are always facing with some surprises or something which, happening, which is happening unexpectedly. So is this something which, which came up for you even as growing up? Or something which you have developed after facing some challenges or setbacks in the past?
1: Oh, now I'm always upbeat and happy. Of course, Mm. through my course of time, there were were moments where I was challenged. And new challenge, as I recall in my past experience, you overthink. And of course, you feel unease because you don't know what to do. I realized that Every time you have challenges and you don't know what to do, you overthink. But that's because you lack knowledge. I also realized and learned that if you talk to someone who's knowledgeable about that, who knows who's like the authority also about that certain topic or that certain experience and you reflect, then you would be at ease because you have a mentor or somebody guided you or somebody has an intelligence to say, I've done that before, and this is the fact, so this is the right way to do it. Yeah. So nowadays, I know who to ask. If mm-hmm. There are certain problems, certain troubles, I don't, that it's you to me, I know someone who's done it and I would call them, I would ask for their opinion, advice.
0: Yeah. Can you share a bit more? Like what kind of mentors or what kind of knowledge do you surround yourself with right now so that? If uh, there is a difficult situation, then you can actually go out to them and uh, not struggle or not overthink, uh, but have an easy answer or have a quick answer to your challenges.
1: For example, if you don't know anything about legal stuff and you have legal issues, that's what? And I have lawyers now that I can talk to that are specializing that. Those are, seems like easy. When you're growing up and you don't need lawyers, you don't befriend a lawyer. Unless you become, you have a situation where you need to befriend a lawyer, then you'll have a lawyer friend, unless Mm. circumstance also with, with school or when you grow up, you met a friend who studied law, but that's not in my case. My case was all, most of my friends are business people and engineers because I studied engineering. So that's an example that I surround myself with professionals. So. Mm. Regarding engineering, so it's about advancement in technology. So if I have a, for example, somebody's developing a website, m 3 or cryptocurrency or blockchain or everything, I know the problem for this in its application. And I know if it's the right time to solve it, or we'll have to wait for some more years before you can solve it in terms of accepting by the population due to, for example, per second transaction. Like if you, want to, if, you want to, if you want to cater to the whole United States, for example, and you have 300 million users and one of every minute they transact, so your blockchain must be able to add 300 million transactions per second. Or mm. 300 million transactions per minute. Yeah. So you don't no, no, know, blockchain can do it yet. So in application, we know that not yet now, you you can plan this. You want to work on this, okay? But maybe this is years ahead before you mm-hmm. apply it. In theory, yeah, it's good, but in actual, it won't work. Something like that is an example. Yeah,
0: yeah. Thank you for sharing that. What else would you say are your biggest uh, strengths, especially as a leader? Right, as you're dealing with so many interests, you are like have multiple bonds which are ju- which you're juggling. What are your biggest uh, strengths which allows you to do this well?
1: You don't see it as strength because I see like, I learn also, and I never see myself as that, that's my strength, but I feel like I'm good at looking at the bright side. Hmm. I'm also, I also believe that the universe or everything is happening according to what's supposed to happen. Like Steve Jobs says, you connect the dots backwards, right? But you don't understand it. So everything that happens, I know, oh, it was supposed to happen. Oh, we're supposed to deal with this, or this is supposed to come out because mm-hmm. there's good thing in the future about this. So that's just my personal belief. I don't think I am a sub-strength nor weakness, mm-hmm. but if I would be forced to say a strength, maybe I'm good at people skills, maybe, mm-hmm. or, or probably solving skills. But yes. then again, only because. I have to say something that is my strength because of you ask me. Yeah. But I think in every aspect, there's room for improvement. Yes. Whatever it is, whether it's communication skill, people skill, management skill, you can always use some improvement.
0: Yes. So what I'm listening is you're always uh, looking for the positive and the you're being optimistic uh, about the future and about the people that you're meeting with. Is yes. there also a dark side to that? Does that uh, make you sometimes miss something? Or has that backfired sometimes? Can you sh- maybe reflect a bit on that?
1: Sometimes if you're too confident or too trusty, you'll be fooled often. Mm-hmm. Sometimes everything's too much is wrong. Too, so that's for sure. It's like policy and principle, but I can't help it. Maybe I'm not too confident, but you have to be a little bit confident too. You, you can't be too trusty. I'm a little bit more of giving the trust rather than not mm. giving the trust. Yeah. So I guess I try to balance it to be, I'm not superlatively on that exact side, mm-hmm. but I think issue that I'm somewhere in the front of the middle on the positive side rather than on the middle or the negative side.
0: Mm-hmm. And what do you do to maintain that balance? Is there something that you do on your on a day-to-day on a regular basis?
1: I just try to be me and reflect. It's always reflection to know about yourself. So you, at times when I'm alone, like earlier, we have this Zoom call and I have one hour, two hours to wait. So I was reflecting on some stuff. Then I would say, yeah, I did good or this one. I handled it properly. This one, I gave too much. That's why Mm marriage talk was bad. So I, I do reflect at times when I'm free time.
0: Yeah, so reflecting, like actively reflecting, taking time out for reflecting and thinking about what you're doing or how you are acting. Right, that's what I'm hearing. Can you share something else about you which most people are not aware of?
1: Something about me. Yeah. I'm, I'm a gamer. So I love playing competitive games like hmm. Dota, like Street Fighter, like Mobile Legends. Uh, although Shooting games, sometimes I get dizzy if I play too long, the the 3D. I feel like I like to play chess also. Mm -hmm. So I'm a good chess player. I wouldn't waste your time. Mm -hmm. I, I move properly. You can have a good game with me. Those things. And I, I mentor people. If you ask me anything under the sun, if I know it, I just help you and tell you what I know. I got a lot of invites here in California that ask, people ask me for my point of view on certain stuff. And I think they appreciate me because they call me often.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And especially the gaming part, right? The two things which you mentioned, one is like a more competitive game and one is chess, right? Which is maybe more strategic. Do you see that coming up in your business uh, decisions also? Like, like, at a level of confidence, aggressiveness, and then also a level of uh, strategic long-term thinking and planning.
1: Yes, there's a similarity because when you do chess, you have to do the right move. Hmm. You have to be proper. You have to be that, that risky because if you get eaten you can't get it back. In life also, I think my moves, but like chess, But I know my pieces, Mm. some people might say, might won't understand or won't see why I do such stuff. Only because they don't see all the pieces, but trust how I play chess, how I do my life. I also do it in business.
0: Yeah. Thank you for connecting the dots there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just also, as we are beginning to wrap this up, if you could have anybody as a dinner guest, whom would you like to meet and why? I love to meet people
1: who've achieved something mm-hmm. that I haven't achieved yet, well, so I could learn from them and there are many peoples, these are from actor, the veterans, veteran actor, or veteran, people who have IPO in USA, people mm-hmm. who run public companies, even politicians. Anyone that has done something that I haven't done yet, I would I could learn something from them. Mm. Of course, if you want to be specific. Be great business leader, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. I like to learn from them. I like to meet them and ask questions about them. Investors yeah. also, like Charlie Baker, I'm sure they have very good principle or point of views on how they mm-hmm. do stuff. Mm. Bottom line, anyone that has done something successfully on the field that I haven't done yet, I would like to learn.
0: from mm. Yeah. And, since you place uh, such an emphasis on learning i think uh, you talked about uh, mentoring you talked about uh, reading books uh, with the companies that you invest in or the leaders that uh, are working with you how do you support their own learning how their own growth as leaders as uh, as businessmen as they deal with their own set of challenges it's really part of growing a leader sometimes you let them be
2: hmm.
1: all right you have to let them be the decisions and suck up. If they made the mistake, they have to man it up like, mm. all right, they fall. They have to adjust, they have to recoup and they have to correct. So you just let them. So I'm not really a controlling type of person. So my style is I, I develop them and let them do their thing. And even if they make a mistake, I understand that's part of the journey. So we, I accept keep. And mm-hmm. that's again my style. Yeah. Unless they ask me, I would tell them what to do. But if mm-hmm. they don't ask me, I would always observe them and just see what happens. And I learn from their mistakes too. Yeah. I learn what not. To do.
0: Yeah. And if, if you have a business leader who is struggling with producing the results that they are there to do or there to achieve, what advice would you give such a person?
1: I would see what their struggle is. And of course, there's a solution for it. And I would suggest a solution, but normally struggles are because you didn't plan it well. You didn't read it well. If you've written your objective well and you were following it and you don't achieve it, you know why, because you've written it so you understand why. You cannot solve something you cannot understand, and you cannot understand something if you don't see the clear picture.
2: Hmm. So
1: leaders will have problem, you have to tell them, all right. Draw it or write it, write your flowchart, write your something. Then we will assess why you're having problems. From then you will see very easily for sure how to solve it. As long as you see the picture and where the problem coming from. If you understand something, that's the only way you can fix something. If you don't understand something, how could you fix it?
0: Thank you. Thank you for, I think that's so wonderful because what you're saying is like uh, many leaders sometimes are too like in their problem or in their challenge. But what you're saying is taking a step back, see the whole picture, understand the system, and then see where is the problem and then go about fixing it rather than just being in the works, in the busyness of trying one thing after another. Yes. Absolutely. Wonderful. So as we wrap this up, Bernard, for anybody who is listening, who I'm sure many people will get curious about uh, a lot of the things that you mentioned what would be the best way for people to reach out to you or find out more about what you're up to?
1: We can reach out to it, to Crystal or brentseedfoundation.org. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll make sure that we address all inquiries so we have personnel who does that. So that's it.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Bernard. I will, I will include those uh, with the show notes. But once again, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing your story, share your, sharing your unique story and uh, what you are up to and how you see the world uniquely. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And wish you all the best Bye. for everything that lies ahead in the future. That's it for this episode of Choosing Leadership with Sumit Gupta. I choose leadership every time I record this podcast and I invite you to do the same. I invite you to design a life of joy, meaning, pride and satisfaction not just for yourself but for everybody around you. If you got something out of this episode, would you share this episode on social media? And if you know somebody who would be a great guest, can you tag them on social media to let them know about the show? And if you are a leader who wants to acknowledge how far you have come and have big dreams for the future. Please reach out to me to be a guest on this podcast. And I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. This is what I do most naturally, to lovingly and gently provoke you, to help you see your own light, to help you see what you are already capable of. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show And it means a lot to me and my team. If you want to know more, go to deployyourself.com and subscribe to my newsletter or follow me on LinkedIn. I want to thank everyone who contributed to making this show a reality. And I want to thank you for listening. Always remember that you are enough, you are loved, and you matter. This is Sumit. Until next time, keep choosing leadership.